Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's Bud Pod 205! Bud Pod 205, we are live! Yeah! What a lucky number to land on for the rhyme. No one in this room would believe us if we said we'd planned that. And they'd be (laughs) right not to believe us. Oh, thank you so much for coming. Give it up for all of us! Yes! We did it! We did it! We're live! We're in London! Every pro murder podcast said we could never sell out a room this big. Not without coming out as pro murder. They said Big Murder was too powerful. (laughs) Netflix, pocket of Big Murder. (laughs) Why else would they have so many shows about it? I should say, uh, we should say for the partners. um, For the people who've been brought here. For the people who've been brought here tonight. um, We salute you, we do. We are, because, yeah, there's always people who've been brought. We're under no illusions. We know not 100% of the room wants to be here. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's, there's a dragged contingent for sure. Mm-hmm. And to those, we, I just want to say that, believe it or not, Bud Pod is the only explicitly anti-murder podcast yeah. in Proud the entire it. podcast environment, community, and is frankly, it's disgusting. It's disgusting, actually. Yeah. It's no disgusting. other podcast has come out and said they think murder is bad, despite all the pressure that we've put on them. I've always wanted to say it's disgusting on a, on a podcast without having to go on question time. Yeah. Because I've been asked if I want to go on question time before. Really? Yeah. What was the topic? I didn't care. It's a no from me. <laughs> it's always a no. There's nothing to be gained for a comedian going on question yeah. time. You... When, when have you ever said, oh, my, I love this comedian, Frankie Doobledoo. <laughs> oh, what did you see him on? Question time. Yeah. Oh, I was laughing and laughing. Yeah. He was just so precise about the Northern Ireland pl- protocol that I thought, yeah. I've got to see this guy on tour. He, he had it all. Fisheries, quota, <laughs> statistics. It is, it's just like, it's, it's just, it, there are some gambles in life that, ha- that you cannot win. Yeah. Right? And, and, also, and I think Question Time is one of those if you're a comedian. But you'd have to like, they always film it from like a part of the UK, don't they? Yeah. So he's going, you're joining us here tonight from... Aberdeen or Hull or Cardiff or wherever and you'd have to go there and sit with Nigel Farage, Russell Brand yeah, and you know, just like a very sort of meaty looking furious guy who, with a sort of pinstripe suit and your job would be to sit in the midst of that and sort of go uh, n- not in my house <laughs> <laughs> While well, a carefully selected audience just boos and boos. <laughs> yeah, boos. They're there to boo. Yeah. They're there to be furious at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got all of the angriest people from the it's, local area. It's the opposite of a comedy gig. 
<laughs> yeah, it's an anger gig. People come to comedy gigs to laugh. In some sometimes, that, sometimes, yeah. but they go to question time to shang be angry. Would that shout. be would that be fun? Or should we start the UK's first anger club? Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Yeah, humble beginnings, but it's a start. Yeah. <laughs> immediate, immediate cut forward to like both of us the really old, really old. Uh, <laughs> People's like nails in their seats. <laughs> And then rivers of blood flowing out of the O2. <laughs> People fighting in the parking lot. And then us really old being interviewed going like, that was the first boo that started it all. <laughs> UK's first anger club. Uh. Yeah. We were discussing before the show when we checked the mics, what would be the most disconcerting pair of drinks? Um... Huel would have been funny. Yeah, yeah. We thought we just have like two. We we never refer to it. Never refer to but it. But we've got two like tubs of Huel. But well, Huel. <laughs> trouble is Huel. I think if it was branded, it would be like a funny joke. Right. But the thing that was definitely the most disconcerting would be protein shakes. Yeah, just protein shakes. Because like, protein shakes are a very sincere drink. Like we have a fun riff and we're like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the, and we never mentioned that those, we're drinking protein Those shakers so. with, that you see guys with in the gym where like, the lid is on that plastic <laughs> loop. Yeah. So you'd be like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's something very humble about the, <laughs> the lid on the plastic loop. It's like, I'm strong, but I can't trust myself not to lose this little yeah. lid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't have muscle memory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if only I could do 10 by 10 reps of remembering where my bloody head is. <laughs> then I, that would be a nice, a humble bodybuilder. A humble bodybuilder. That's a good character. <laughs> would that be a good wrestling character? And me, just a humble bodybuilder. <laughs> a wrestler? Yeah, yeah when, he, when he enters the ring, he has a flat cap on and he takes it off and he scrunches it a little bit against his yeah. chest. Please, sir, I know a suplex or two. <laughs> Very well. And they're all skeptical, uh. even though he's massive. Uh, well, thank you all so much for coming to yeah. BudPod Live 2. How exciting. In the Leicester Square Theatre. Yeah. This is, we've broken tonight. They're very exciting. We've broken the record, Guinness World Record tonight, for most pod buds in a single area. Yeah. In a single room. They said it couldn't be done. They said it shouldn't be done. Mm -hmm. But we did it. Yeah. Couple um, of gaps from people who probably have diarrhea. <laughs> yeah. Given the sort of messages we get sent. We'll, we'll pour some protein shake on the floor in their memory. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had a good London experience on the way here tonight, just walking along. Did you? I had a negative one. We'll do a switcheroo. Oh, I guess mine was technically negative, but it's like okay. in, in a fun London way. Oh, so you had like a typical... <laughs> yeah, it was okay. uh, classic cast of characters. Uh, <laughs> black cab, nearly ran over um, a cyclist. Cyclist went fucking apeshit. Oh, oh. Yeah. Like in a bad movie where you're supposed to know I'm in London. Yeah, it's exactly like, hey, buddy! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or, or mate. And yeah. he, he actually he slapped the back of the... He, he slapped the back of the cab like that. Oh. Hey! Hey! Because like, the cab was like turning into... Hey! Like that. <laughs> and then the cab stopped. And they had like... Through the window. And then like another cyclist who had nothing to do with the incident... Yeah, but it's like, like, it's like just, gang colours. You have to is. get involved. He just pulled up next to the other cyclist and shouted, yeah, 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 and just started shouting into the window. It's like, this has nothing to do with you, buddy. 
Yeah. Uh, cyclists are like gang. Like you fuck with one of us, you fuck with all of us. But yeah, and I, I, I'm, I'm sort of, I'm, I'm in two minds about uh, about cyclists. I mean, this is, you know, this is common ground for for sort of observational material, but cyclists yeah. and drivers. And I under, you know, I, I have sympathy for both sides of this fight, right? Because on the cyclists' side. They're doing the right thing. They're, they're, they're cutting down on carbon emissions. They're traveling around. They're getting good exercise. This is good for everybody. And they are a danger. But on the cabbies, <laughs> on the cabbies side, they never signed up to preserve such a, a, a fragile life. Yeah. On the road, because essentially what essentially what the cyclists are on the road is like imagine on, as a pedestrian you're walking around, and some pedestrians just have a kitchen knife up to their throat like this. <laughs> and they're well, just walking around, just walking around <laughs> with you. And then if you slightly bump into them, go fucking hell, man! Yeah. <laughs> I nearly cut my throat open. <laughs> a big vase of acid. Yeah. Hey. And yeah. you kind of go, oh, sorry, but like, why? You, why <laughs> I didn't ask you to carry the knife around and press it up against your throat. Yeah. It seems a bit unfair to me, a little bit unfair to you me. You shouldn't be, you should be in a different thing, a, a lane just for people carrying knives like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they should build a knife pedestrian lane. And, you knife know, lane. They're, they're very good at, in Amsterdam, there's a knife uh, walking lane, and you yeah. know, it's really good. And the, ni the knife lane is often <laughs> separated from cars and yeah. other pedestrians by a row of parked vehicles so you can walk yes. around with a knife to your throat in peace <laughs> just how i like it yeah working on just your next tan uh, <laughs> sort of reflecting the sun <laughs> through this butcher knife so that was my fun london experience that's good yeah that was a good london experience I that's thought. a classic london experience yeah that's like my first big day in london <laughs> what was your london experience i saw one of those people who try and steal your phone with a fake map huh I'm, I also gasp. I yeah. also gasp. Yeah. I've, I didn't, I've not heard of this. this Have um, you not seen this, this in action? No. Beware all you hay-strewn rubes who've come into London for this. <laughs> <laughs> On the turnip cart. There's a lot of cunning schemes from the urchins of London. An urchin came into the Pret-a-Manger. And what they do is they sort of mumble un inaudibly and cover your phone resting on the t table with a kind of map of gibberish and sort of point to the map going, uh, and you're supposed to go, I don't know what you even want. And then by the time you've sort of banished them or slash helped them, depending on what they're reacting to your input, you know, either little thank you or like, uh, this, but they like pretend to almost be like, hi. And then one hand is stealing the phone from under the map while you're looking at it. Or the oh. sign that says, please buy these mad packs of tissues or whatever the right but whatever they, the scam is <clears throat> do they like grab the map in such a way that it scoops up your phone um, they 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 reach it away so they're standing here this is no good for anyone listening but if they're here and you're to their right they're pointing at the map and then their left hand is going underneath the big unfolded map you're right. oh, to take okay, it okay, while okay. you're looking yeah. So they leave in one fluid motion, and by the time you realize they're, they're already, they fucking Jason Bourne it into the street. And you saw this happen? I saw this almost happen to a lady in the Pret-a-Manger, but she, ha she was wise to it. Oh. No, no hay in her hair. 
She was tapping away on a laptop, and her phone was next to the laptop. And as the person put the map on the thing, she immediately went and specifically took her phone out from under it. Yeah. Which stopped me from having to stop and go, that urchin wants your telephone. <laughs> and I managed to keep my monocle in my eye. and I didn't have to dirty my spats, kicking the urchin to death. <laughs> For being a thief, you know. Like in London. And... <clears throat> that, so that is a common, good. yeah. That's a punishment in London. That's a punishment in London. And this lady, once you're taking the phone away, did she sort of play along with the ruse? No, she was she, she was wise to it from from day dot. From right. Second, the very first second she saw the urchin, she knew. That's well, not how a, that's not a map to anywhere. Was the the, the would be scammer? Uh, mm. were, were they uh, were they a child, urchin age, or? <laughs> were they of urchin age? <laughs> They were eerily small if they weren't if they oh. weren't young, but they they were sort of, you know, when someone's wearing a hoodie but they've got a jacket over the hoodie but the hood's up. Oh, right. Okay. They were quite concealed. <coughs> they had lo yeah. lots of very weird layering. I mean, that's kind of given the game away already, isn't it? Someone below the age of sixty with a physical map. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. look at this fourteen-year-old and their oh, this 14 A to Z. Yeah. This ordinance. This, <laughs> this fourteen-year-old has an A to Z that's visibly bleached from the sun, <laughs> so it must be like twenty years old, and it's been folded a thousand times, and it's a furry with use. Do you know the fact about the A to Z maps? How they how they um, can prove that a map is theirs, like intellectual property-wise? Eh? They put in fake streets. No. They put in a couple of fake um, cul-de-sacs or fake streets oh. that don't exist. And then if someone copies it... They can go... Brr, ah! You fell for it. You fell for it. Uh, yeah, Rube Street doesn't exist. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Fictional Alley isn't real. <laughs> and they wouldn't know because they're already in the dark because they're having to copy maps. Exactly. Yeah. I like exactly. this a lot. Yeah, Maybe that's what the urchin was asking. <laughs> <laughs> is this, an is this real? Map? I'm trying to publish maps, but I have no resources. <laughs> get out of here, you Oh, When will my street map business be given a break by this cruel town? <laughs> I was only trying to brush her phone out of the way of my great map. <laughs> Maybe that's what it was. What a cruel town. Well, never. It is. People don't say hi. <laughs> <laughs> People don't say hi in this. Do you know any of your neighbors? You do know your neighbors. I do know my neighbors. I don't know a single neighbor. But I, I live I'm in. I'm delighted about it. I live in a. I live in a muse. I live. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, it's like a muse is a is a cul-de-sac. Former stables? Is that what a muse is? Is it? Maybe. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Mm, I've made a terrible mistake. Yeah. But because we're kind of we're kind of all trapped in together. Seven houses just trapped in together. We we all know each other. It's like yeah. some desert island rules. Yeah, you, kind you have of. to chat. Yeah, we sort of share provisions <laughs> and advice. Yes, and partners. Yeah, you don't know single, but you live in a flat building. I live in a building. block of flats. Not flat building. You live. In I live a in a flat building, <laughs> like a woodlouse. You I live, live in under a, a sort of sl big slab. You live in an old machine gun. You live in an old machine gun. Uh, it's a pillbox turret, don't you? That would suit me, I think. Yeah. <laughs> you, if you said, I, I, I should be more upset about how many people that we know, where if you said to them, you know Pierre lives in a bunker? They'd go, yeah, okay. 
At no point would they go, no, or what? <laughs> they'd go, oh, okay. They wouldn't yeah. even ask if it had been refurbished. <laughs> they'd be like, right, like done up though, like a house. They'd be like, no, either way. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, it also sounds about time for our oh. first, uh, first sketch. First sketch, live sketch. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. The only time we acknowledge the existence of these sketches. Yeah, we, we, we said that at the first Bud Pod Live where we hadn't realized before, but at no point in the recordings had we ever gone, oh, by the way, there'll be some fucking mad shit <laughs> in the middle of this for no reason and we'll never reference it. <laughs> Genuinely, over 200 episodes, hadn't realized that we'd never... <laughs> yeah. Pretty weird in hindsight. Um, anyway, yeah. all right. Let's try and do, let's do the first sketch. Oh, not this. <laughs> hello, hello, um, is that, uh, Lester Council? Um, it's Marjorie here. I, I had to, uh, I'm out of breath. I've been, I've been running. I'd like to call, I've called you, I'm, I'm calling you about something I saw in Leicester Square. I assume that you're the people to speak to Leicester Council. The Leicester Square is like an embassy. It's legally the property of Leicester. I saw one of your breakdancing employees. Um, he was outside the M&M world and he was dancing on a piece of cardboard and people were clapping but he didn't. Initially he, he spun. He spun in a way that a human shouldn't move. And, but then instead of, I thought he was building up to spin on his head but then he just lay flat and pulled off his legs and then his arms and then his head and was just on the cardboard as a, just pieces of a body. And then the music stopped and everyone put money in a box. And I've never been so frightened in my life. And I ran all the way past the tiny Odeon near the big Odeon. Um, and I ran past one of the Pretts all the way to the next Pret and past the Forrest Gump restaurant to get to the last payphone in London to call you. So I just thought you should know that one of your breakdancing employees in Leicester Square has done some sort of terrible, foul magic with his body. And a little boy threw up, but I also, I don't know if it was connected. <laughs> anyway, I've got to go. I'm going to try and figure out how to get inside the five guys near the cinema to see if I can get some of the free peanuts. I don't eat peanuts. I need the shells for a project. <laughs> okay, goodbye. Hey! <laughs> there we go. I need the shells for a project. <laughs> That's the sort of thing I would do as a kid is collect mad shit for a project that never materialized. You know, I'm so glad you guys are here tonight because um, usually when Pierre records a Marjorie, he does the, ho the whole thing looking me directly <laughs> in the, the eye. eye. <laughs> and I don't know where to look. Because <laughs> I can't say anything. Yeah, Phil just sees my eyes desperately searching for the next line in his eyes. <laughs> and it must be a horrible... Uh... <laughs> to, to think that I'm plucking these threads from you somehow. <laughs> and you're to blame. Uh, but yeah, she saw a breakdancer and he pulled his whole body apart. Wow. 
And wow. she sprinted away. These horrible things always happen around Marjorie, and like they're never directly <laughs> her fault. No. But she is she is the common denominator. They don't they they only seem to happen when she's around. She's so, like our friend Jason. Right. Yeah. Funny and weird things happen to and around him all the yeah, time. Yeah, he's just he's sort of blessed in that way or kind of cursed. Some people attract mad events, I think. Yeah. And I think Marjorie's like that. I mean, well, at some point she said, I'm not afraid of spiders because I used to be one. So, I Yeah. <laughs> she's a sort of shapeless ghoul, really, I think. It's all canon, though. It's all canon. It's all canon. Marjorie. Everything Marjorie says is automatically all canon. canon. So she it's was trapped in the Ikea. In the last blood pot of life, she fused with a pie on a subatomic level. <laughs> very rich lore. <laughs> We just need someone ill enough to write it all down in one Wikipedia article. <laughs> Imagine. I, I think that's the sound of one person tonight taking that on, maybe yeah. when they get home. The same person who in about five years will mow us both down. <laughs> <laughs> in the lobby of a hotel. So they can become us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Anti-murder, eh? And then... There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. Plushcare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Speaking of great female performances... Um, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, Marjorie uh, was nominated for Best Answering Machine Messages at the Oscars, but... Um, my, my, my fellow countrywoman, Michelle Yeoh, won Best Actress. Mm -hmm. At... Um, <laughs> At, at, the at the Oscars. But she's from West Malaysia. When will East Malaysian representation... Uh-huh. It's disgusting, actually, <laughs> that an East Malaysian hasn't won an Oscar yet. Uh, but she's the first Asian woman uh, ever to, to win an Oscar. Yeah, and at time. 60. At 60, yeah, man. Pretty cool, really cool stuff. Have you seen the movie Everything Everywhere All at Once? I went to go see Everything Everywhere All at Once without having a single fucking clue what genre it was. Yeah, genuinely didn't even know it was supposed to be sci-fi. You just said it's great and it's full of Chinese people, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. I, that was enough for me. You could describe a lot of things. My 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 girlfriend and I went to, uh, yeah. That's how you recommend almost everything to me. Yeah, Pierre, you got to go to Taiwan. <laughs> <laughs> you got to eat at this restaurant. <laughs> My girlfriend and I went to go see it, and sh I think I convinced her to go see it, so she was even at one remove away from your completely vague recommendation. Just sitting there, and as it sort of was starting off, I was like, oh, I get it. It's a kind of like, uh, 
immigrant family drama, like the daughter sort of, you know, not adhering to traditional values. There's a clash there. They own a business. The business is in trouble. What the fuck is happening? Ah! Yeah. And then it turned into this insane sci-fi interdimensional thing. Initially, yeah. I was like, well, she's clearly in hallucinating and become insane. And then after like 15 minutes of, no, no, there's dimensions. I was like, I think this is the film. I think this yeah. is what it's supposed to be. It melted my head off. I loved it. It was great. I think if I'd read about it in advance, though, I'd have no idea what my reaction would have been, but it was great. No, yeah. <coughs> I think hey, guys, did you know that that movie that won seven Oscars was good? <laughs> I think it was good, actually. In, um, in Malaysia, there were requests for... So when this happened, Malaysia, like the national sport of Malaysia is public holidays. <laughs> Malaysia will announce suddenly a public holiday tomorrow. Really? If like someone wins at the badminton or, or if like a bridge has been built ahead of schedule or <laughs> Malaysians will just, they're like, chuti, chuti means like a holiday. So it just means chuti, it means you get a holiday because Malaysia's proud of something. And, um, and, then, and Michelle Yeoh won an Oscar and everyone in Malaysia went, yeah, chuti. <laughs> <laughs> and like the government had to like discuss it for a bit if they were going to have a, a, a day off and they, they, they didn't they said it's time to yeah come I on I know because <clears throat> like when, when we won like silver at badminton there was a day off and so Michelle Yeoh becomes the first Asian woman to ever win Best Actress. And, um, is that like the stereotypical thing of like badminton is, is good, like achievement, like engineering, like building a bridge, but the arts, uh, we no, can't uh, endorse this. I, I, I don't, I reckon, because, you know, at the government level, it is still quite socially conservative. Yeah. And a, there's a, always... A woman in the arts? Well, not just that. The, the, no da the daughter character. <laughs> no, Judy, for you. Yeah. The, daughter, the daughter is the is, daughter's gay. The daughter's in the movie. gay. So I even less I, one minus one Judy for that. Yeah, everyone had to work night shifts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great if the government punished the population. <laughs> Want to work a night shift? There shouldn't have been a gay daughter in that film. Uh, he's right. We can only blame ourselves. It's true. <laughs> that yeah. must that must be it. I, I I bet that was it. I bet that was it. I love that there's a national way that the whole country can just go. Can we just not fucking work tomorrow? Oh, all the time. It, it would make a lot more sense if the UK had that, considering the relationship between celebrating and alcohol here what for hangovers. Mean? What do you mean? Oh, of course. Of It'd course, be a great course, yeah. thing to be like, if you you know you win a sporting tournament. It would just be like. Hangover day? Like the government just go, we're all going to be hungover tomorrow. <laughs> that would make more sense. I mean, it's mad how allergic we are to... I mean, we're okay for public holidays here. Like, it had, something royal has to happen, pretty much. Yeah. But I think, I think America has the fewest days off of any country. Uh, Germany is it's like quite bad for it. It's like six or something in America. It's, it's insane. Yeah. My, my uncle lived in America, and like, they work on Boxing Day. Psh, no, thank you. Doesn't sound like yeah. a dream to me. <laughs> Pierre, have you ever considered this the American nightmare? <laughs> Makes you think, doesn't it? <laughs> it did make me think. I won't say what it made me think, but it made me think. The American uh, nightmare question mark? That's good. That'd be like the cover of Time. <laughs> and it, it would be um, the Statue of Liberty asleep. And then a big thought bubble with Donald Trump in it. Ooh. 
good time. The rule with political cartoons is the more labels your political cartoon needs, the shitter it is. Yeah. Stop labeling it. The economy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah labeling a storm cloud the economy. Is like, oh, man. <laughs> so, so Show, shit. don't tell. Show, don't tell. Who looks at those and goes, um, yeah, yeah, fair enough, actually. I, I hadn't thought how to express it till I saw that picture, but the economy is like a big storm. And then the rain is, is, is money. And we want to get wet <laughs> from the money rain. Good. I'm glad I bought The Economist. Did, <clears throat> did you watch the Oscars at all? Do you ever watch the Oscars? No. No. no I, can't, I, I can't stand that sort of thing. Yeah. Big I, festival I, of sincerity. I, had, um, I, had, I wrote a joke for last year's Oscars. Yeah? A joke of mine. I wrote a joke for Amy Schumer to tell. And she told it. It was about, um, it was about Ki uh, King Richard, that movie. Um, with Will Smith playing the, the father of, you know, Serena and Venus Williams. And, yeah. and it's about him sort of teaching his girls how to become these great stars. And the joke I, I wrote was, um, uh, amazing, isn't it? After years of Hollywood ignoring women's stories, this year we finally got a movie about the incredible Williams sisters' dad. <laughs> <laughs> and then it cuts to Will Smith going, <laughs> yeah. this is pre-slap. That would be... That would have been insane if that was post-slap. Oh. He's just laughing again. He's over it. He's yeah, done. yeah, forgotten already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a, a red palm. Just. <laughs> <laughs> he like he's laughing and he slaps his thigh and he's like, oh, <laughs> oh, I, gotta, I forgot I used that already. But even then, I didn't watch the Oscars. Even I was like, <laughs> <laughs> your own joke was making Will Smith laugh. And I wait for the clip. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, I don't know that. where to watch it. I... Where do you watch it? I, I'm I, the. the my, my put-locker days are behind me. <laughs> okay? I don't have the wow. energy. I don't have the energy to click the right tiny X on all those pop-ups. I'm not... I don't have half an hour to find the right mirror. Mirror? <laughs> What's a mirror? Some technology word. I have to decide words. if I want to watch it from the Netherlands or from yeah. Malta? <laughs> Why is it there? Why do they have it? <laughs> Some technology words are quite wizardy. Yeah. The Maltese mirror. <laughs> I scried the Oscars through the Maltese mirror. Big laugh from our friend Jeff there for the word scried, I think. Uh, I think that was Jeff. Yeah, it's not like Jeff. Yeah, scrying. Um, but yeah, it's... Yeah. I would never watch... Why would you watch it? Just I can't watch millionaires give each other standing ovations. <laughs> and, I'm, I'm a and, statu and statues made and of gold. gold. statues. <laughs> and people at home who can't pay the um, energy bills are going, oh, I'm happy for them. Yeah. <laughs> they really deserve that. They've had a tough time. It's nice to see Spielberg letting his hair down and cutting loose. <laughs> Some of these millionaires haven't achieved the adulation they deserved. And yeah. I, don't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't want these guys whose job is the best job to not be clapped enough. <laughs> that would make me sad. <laughs> Because I have my priorities upside down. Um, well, now it's time for... Well, speaking of fantastic uh, Oscar-worthy performances, <laughs> oh, we've, got a, yeah. we've got another sketch now. This one... Mm -mm, this this is one, your request, I will say. This is my personal request. It's of a character that came up once. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, partners. Over, like, 50 episodes ago. Sorry, people who've come. That I thought... 
I thought this is going to be a recurring character. I love this character so much. Yeah. And then we never did him again. No. And it's City Roach. Which... <laughs> okay. We have some City Roach. I was a little skeptical when... I, s- I said, what's case you want to fill immediately? went, City Roach. <laughs> Deep cuts. I loved City Roach. I don't know why we didn't... <laughs> okay. Um, for those who don't know, City Roach... I mean, it's very much what it says on the tin... City Roach is a cockroach. I don't think you can say that about City Roach. <laughs> of course, okay. That's what he says. I don't even need to explain. <laughs> of course. He's a cockroach that lives in the big city. Oh, also, he's sentient and he can speak. Yeah, he's like a little businessman with a trilby and a briefcase. Yeah. And it came up because we were discussing how in, I think in Kota Kinabalu, but I was saying in Durban, there's just like cockroaches on the pavement and stuff. And oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, and City Roach versus like Country Bumpkin Roach. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Country Roach gets his phone stolen all the time right, by urchins. Yeah. City Roach is, city Roach is wise to those tricks. He's wise, and yeah. he's got like a good job in the city. Good job in the um, city. Yeah. Pretty close to Gollum 9 to 5 or whatever that other one was. Oh, fuck, yeah. What was it Office <laughs> Gollum? <clears throat> let's, let's not get into more deep cuts. Anyway, yeah. Okay, let's get, well, Sometimes looking at the descriptions of old episodes, I feel like I've hit my head at some point. <laughs> what? Anyway, all right, let's try and do City Roach live, which is going to be tough. But this let's do might it. be a disaster. Yeah. Boy, I can't wait to start my first. No, keep it going. Keep it quite loud. Uh, you know, keep it quite loud. Boy, I can't wait to start my first ever vacation here in the great city of London. Oh my god, is that cockroach just come off that plane? <laughs> nice to be here too, don't worry, I was warned about your sense of humor. Oh no, he's American. <laughs> well, for once it's nice to be recognized as an American instead of just a cockroach, so thank you very much ma'am, you have a nice day. Flowers, get your flowers. Flower for the lady sir, oh my god, you're a, 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 a um. You're an horse and coach. (laughs) A horse and what? (laughs) You must have some pretty big roaches here in London, sir, if you think I'm a horse. Um, bing bong. (laughs) Bing bong. Well, if that's the dinner bell, I can't wait to scuttle over the leftovers. Well, 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 what's all this then? I've, I've heard there's a cockroach down here, a yank. I've heard tell there's a yank cockroach around these parts been stirring up trouble. You wouldn't happen to know something about that, would you, my lad? Oh, uh, no, sir. None of you are one of those cockerny gangsters I've been warned about. Uh, I'm a Canadian, a Canadian roach. That's what I was told to say. I'm a copper. Wasn't oh. that clear in my characterization? <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, sir. I thought by your uniform you were some kind of Victorian clown. All right, well, don't let it happen again. Boy, I sure am having a rough first five minutes here in London. All aboard the double-decker bus, Pride of London. Do you have your ticket, sir? Well, no, frankly, I was planning to scuttle beneath your notice. Oh, I've been around the block enough to not let that happen. <laughs> You're not my first speaking cockroach. <laughs> there we go, sir. Come aboard. <laughs> and here's a tip. Get to the top and sit on the front. 
All right, that's there we go. You. That's. that's <laughs> I love City Roach. That was nice. <laughs> you know what's funny? I just realized. <laughs> is that I love City Roach, but I don't play City Roach. <laughs> yeah. I have come in saying, let's do City Roach, and then you have to yeah. do City Roach. <laughs> That was another reason I was like, yeah? Okay, I'll, be, I'll try and think what City Road should say to people who are only in your mind. <laughs> so I had to go, I went for gangster over, <laughs> over policeman, because I just yeah, thought, well, it could be either way here. Yeah, yeah, might, yeah. I liked horse and coach for Roach, though. <laughs> I had to think it was Confusing, though, because you go, there was a horse in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, I hope, I hope Cedar Rich has a fun time in London. Yeah. He'd love the London Dungeons. He'd love the London Dungeons. That's whoever his cousins are who he's visiting. Um, Ripley's Believe It or Not. Um, well, believe it or not, we have to do some correspondence. Yes. Yes. Some correspondence. Let us play the correspondence jingle, please. Correspondence. Hooray! <laughs> okay. And as if you're a regular listener, you know, we're, we're on our way to being up. up we're, uh, we're officially, we're forcedly up to date. And now we're, we're going through the back catalogue. So this is from Lauren. Lauren! I love, we, we love scoring, scoring, scoring some great correspondence. That's good. <laughs> dear, uh, dear, pop. Pi. Hey? P-H-P-I. P-H-P-I. Yeah. Pi. Okay. One of the lesser known Greek letters. Pi. <coughs> yeah. Pi. I'm sure you'll agree one of the best shows on Channel 4 is Come Dine With Me. <laughs> <laughs> Yours sincerely, Lauren. No, that's not <laughs> I love that as an opening. Alongside the terrible Naughty's decor, it is a complete goldmine for tat. Yes. I'm currently watching an episode with one house that featured all of the below crimes, and I <laughs> had to share it with you both. I like below crimes. <laughs> oh, Murder in a crime. sewer. That's a, that's a real below crime. Crimes of the below. Not like an above crime. So here's some tat you can I'll, whisper. I'll try and whisper it. We haven't done a live whispering. Yes, <laughs> a this is the first whisper. live whispering. I think someone went, ooh. <laughs> 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 oh, I think maybe they're doing the didgeridoo. The, or, yeah. Oh, yeah, but yeah. prematurely, prematurely. And yeah. please, I must earn it, please. Life is better when you're what? How many blanks? Just one blank. Oh, God. life is better when you're drunk? No, but I know that's a fair guess. Life is better when you're fabulous. Ooh, okay, yeah, another good guess, but it's, it's simpler than that. It's, oh. it's very, it's classic, it's, one, it's a verb. Life is better when you're singing, dancing. Oh. Oh. Ooh, what else oh. is there that's good? What? Life is better when you're drinking. No. It's one of, the, one of the verbs that is on the, the crowning triple verb of tan. Oh, life is better when you're laughing. Yes. Oh, oh. Oh, 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 oh. I, I get half an oh. I think I get oh, half an oh, oh. oh for that. Yeah, a little oh. Oh. Sounds like I just stood on your toes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Rule one, I'm always blank. Rule two, if I'm blank, Look at rule one. Ah! <laughs> um, one, I'm always right. 
And rule two is, if I'm wrong, look at rule one. Yeah. He's done it. He's done it. <laughs> <laughs> this one I'm just going to say because it's mental. <laughs> I'm not perfect, but I'm so close it scares me. I don't like that because it's kind of like mixing like personalities. Yeah. I'm not perfect, uh, but I'm so close, it scares me. There's something kind of humble about that. It scares me. There's a bit like... I'm afraid of how good I am. But it's like it's a cutesy kind of... It scares... It's like well, a I'm different afraid. person from mm. the person who's saying I'm brilliant. I'm, I'm, I'm like basically perfect, but also... Oh. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, it's humble and, and uh, the sort of thing and Ted, Ted Bundy would say. Mm. Okay. I don't know if you could whisper this. Uh, we'll try. It's another mental one. Okay, let's give it a go. Sometimes on the way to the blank, we get lost and find a better one. <laughs> I've only blanked out one word there because otherwise, what the hell are you going to... Sometimes on the way to the bank. It's the sort of thing people say as they're getting put under surgery, like, like anesthetic. Sometimes... It's just gibberish. Sometimes on the way to the blank, we get lost and find a better one. It's not rainbow, is it? You're in the right ballpark with rainbow, my friend. <laughs> Sometimes on <laughs> the way to the... It's even vaguer than rainbow. but Light? No, you can't find a yeah, no. better light. Sometimes on the way to the vaguer than rainbow. <laughs> Destination? No, va vague, like, like what is a... A, a kind of floofy word for your goal. Dream. Yeah! Oh. Sometimes on the way to the dream, we get lost and find a better one. But, but what they're saying there isn't that they, they pursue one dream and then achieve another. They pursue one dream and then just acquire a different, presumably equally impossible dream. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted to be a famous actor, but I'm a famous singer. Different dream. It's mental. On it's a way mental to the dream. And the other one, uh, Lauren says, finally one that doesn't even make sense. The best things in life aren't things. <laughs> the best things in life. What you mean? Things. What that is supposed to say is the best things in life aren't objects. Yes. But then it's not clever. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, the, we. The, there's a great Coco Chanel quote I love, which is. Um, I love Hitler. <laughs> is, it, is it, I love Hitler and I think he's good for France? Because she did say that, probably. She did say that. When she was fucking members of the SS. Um, I'm glad, it's a good thing that she's not alive or I would be sued into the poorhouse for that, that kind of thing. Um, it was uh, the less inflammatory. LAUGHTER <laughs> Um, the best things in life are free, but the second best things are very expensive. Mm. Heil Hitler. That's yeah. what, uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's a good Spike Milligan one, which is, all I, all I seek is the chance to prove that money doesn't bring you happiness. <laughs> nice, yeah. Which is good. So this is, I'm going to have to, I'll, I'll abridge this a little bit, but we have a uh, next email from Guillermo. <gasps> Del Toro. My lips are sealed. <laughs> it's not. Oh. Got a rhyme for Guillermo? Oh, Guillermo. Ooh, wow, yeah. that's not easy. <laughs> uh, 
Um, Guillermo Piano is what you're about to say. That's good. Right. Thank you. He pulled it out. He pulled it out. <laughs> hey, Fier and Pill. Fier and Pill. Nice. Love Pretty good. Why not? Yeah. I'm a big fan, and I was born and raised in El Salvador. <gasps> no yeah. way! Home of the mega prison? <laughs> El, El local de mega carcel. For, sí. any, for any people who've been brought, I'm obsessed with a newly built mega prison. <laughs> in El Salvador. In El Salvador. The place is going to house... <laughs> Four, 40? 40,000 40, prisoners, inmates, in one prison. I'm obsessed. And I, I'm so glad we have someone it's from El Salvador. That's El so Salvador, great. A Salvadorian. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I'm a big fan. I was born and raised in El Salvador. So you can imagine how my mind was blown when I heard of Phil's interest in the mega prison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I grew up in Soyapango, and I can confirm that the situation was dire. <laughs> wow. So way, this, it's quite grim, to be fair, but yeah, I saw way imagine. too many dead bodies to the point where it was normal. Wow. So this is the thing with the mega prison. It's yeah. not all laughs in the mega prison. <laughs> where, where he says, follow a link fire. for an example. I'm not clicking the link, Guillermo. <laughs> <laughs> you can't trick me with click this link to see a dead body. You'll have to get up a little earlier in, uh, <laughs> in the, in the, the deer. <laughs> the reason why innocent people might be taken to the mega prison is because uh, the decision of who is in a gang is just left to the police. Oh, far. Yeah. Although, yeah. to be fair, the guys from the footage you showed me all had massive gang tattoos on their backs. So that's a pretty good... You don't yeah. slip and fall onto a massive gang tattoo. Unless you see some unconvincing ones and then a guard with a sharpie. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Hmm. This one's it's it rains and they all just wash off. And you go, oh, <laughs> we have a big problem down on the mega prison. Um, da, 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 the reason it's still supported by an astounding majority is everyone is just tired of uh, all the gangs. I remember as a kid, I still knew getting mugged was a daily possibility. This is a thing that uh, people I know in South Africa do. You carry two mobile phones, a throwaway, uh, yeah, like a dummy phone. People but do that in Joburg, and a real one in my sock. So you had a burner, like you were in The Wire as every, a kid. If you live somewhere like El Salvador, every day is The Wire. Yeah. And kind of Joburg, but not really at this point. Actually, yeah, I, I, was, I, was, I think I mentioned on the podcast, like El Salvador was always like, El Salvador and Rio de Janeiro, the city, were always like Johannesburg's like competitors for most <laughs> murders. <laughs> you can see, if now you've learned more about my childhood, how much, why I'm so anti-murder now. <laughs> <laughs> And was that when you first developed your aversion to murder? Yes, yes. <laughs> very young, very young. On the, uh, on, the, on the humoristic side of the story, though, gracias, Guillermo, the current joke going around is this, this will become a safari place for the rich and decadent, where you can go in and hunt some of the inmates. Oh, wow. That's a funny joke. It's a good joke. It's a good joke. I love the El Salvadorian sense of humor. Yeah, well, he's, he's, he says, safari la campanera. What does that mean? I guess inmate safari. Wow. Yeah, proper Squid Game stuff. Does anyone here habla espanol? Si. Sí, what's, <laughs> what's campanera or campanera? Inmate. Nice. Thank you. Well done. Spanish whispering. Spanish whispering. <laughs> <laughs> I think this means inmate. 
much much riskier. And instead of a didgeridoo, you get like a... Yeah, that's good. Or sort of pan pipes, depending on where you are. If you're in Peru. If you're still interested, I'm happy to tell you more. Just let me know. I've now relocated to Europe, but I'm always connected with my family and friends back in El Salvador and following the news. I also have a poo story, but I'll leave that for another time. Koji yes. Guillermo, private note, attached is a picture of my passport to back up the authenticity of my email. Wow, we, <laughs> we believe in you, yeah, yeah, we we don't believe need, you, man. You don't need to be sending please. us pri- personal information. <laughs> please, please don't share the details. In the <laughs> if, you, if you read this on the podcast. Go, Thanks, Guillermo. Uh, that is uh, passport number... <laughs> Just in case there are any other sleuths out there who want to make sure this guy's not some kind of fake El Salvadorian. Wait a minute, I know that passport number. This guy's Nicaraguan. Any Patreon subscribers, we will read out the issuing authority. Yeah. You're going to have to subscribe to the Patreon if you want to steal Guillermo's identity. Well, so the plan now, we have an interval now, but then after the interval, you guys are going to come back for the first ever live Patreon VIP zone. Bonus pod. Yeah. We're doing a live bonus pod. Can live it be done? Live bonus pod. Can it be uh, done? Yes. yes. You, got, uh, you got a break uh, to go to uh, the bathroom and get a drink and all that. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see how long is the break. Let's call it 15 Let's minutes. Let's call it 15 minutes. Yes. 15 minutes. 15, uh, 20 minutes. But, um, oh, and to all listeners, we'll see you in the Patreon. Or if not, then not. Yeah. And we'll see you next <laughs> week. Bye. And have a good break. Have a good break. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. 